Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone. Uh, Lions and Saints. Lions survived the shootout. They got a big lead. They almost gave it back. They're 9-3 for the first time since 1962. Are you confident right now that they'll win a playoff game, Mike? I am not confident that they'll win a playoff game. Now, they are going to be the three seed, barring something really surprising, right? Yeah, they're going to beat out the NFC South champion for that three seed. Yes, and they're not going to be behind the Niners and whoever wins the NFC East. Exactly. Yeah. So there will be a three. So you're facing it. You're looking at facing basically somewhere in the Minnesota Green Bay Rams. Like put it this way. Obviously, it's so it's matchup dependent. So I'd be much more confident against Minnesota than, let's say, Green Bay, because we've seen that or even the Rams. Um, I like that they held off the Saints, but God, Pony, like if you get off to the lead, they got off to. I think they were up, what, 24, seven at one point. Nothing, I think. Yeah, 21 nothing and 24-7. I do not like Aaron Glenn's defense allowing yards, points. Like I give Goff credit for making some late plays to seal this win, but I just I don't trust the Lions defense. I think they're a, they're they're an inferior version of Miami uh in the AFC as I mentioned earlier, and I believe in the offense and the coaching on offense. I just don't I do not trust that defense. So, I brought this up to Danny on the podcast on Thursday and I think it was ended up being clairvoyant even though I did ultimately like New Orleans to win the game. I said to him, I think when this season is is over and the obituary is written on the 2023 Lions, you're going to look at the fact that Dan Campbell was loyal to his defensive assistant coaches, and that's why the season ended prematurely. And had he gone out and done something like the Browns did with Jim Schwartz or the Dolphins did with Vic Fangio, uh, or even Denver with Vance Joseph. Yep. I think that they would be in a much better spot right now. I think they're one of the worst coach defenses in the league. I think it's it's the opposite of the sum and parts. I think they've got 
I think they've got better players than the results there. And I think that Campbell was loyal to Aaron Glenn because of their longstanding relationship as two ex-players who were with each other in New Orleans as assistants. And I think it's going to backfire on them. Now, it's not in the way that they're still going to make the playoffs. And maybe in Detroit, given all their problems, that's going to be looked at as a successful season. It probably will. But I think it's going to get capped out, Mike. And I think it's going to hit a ceiling earlier than it should because of what you said. Uh, I, I have no confidence in them winning a playoff game. I think even Minnesota with Dobbs could go there and beat them because of their problems defensively. So, yeah, I think it's a major issue. It's taken, in my opinion, it's taken a lot of the fun out of their season because it just is – it's the. Their games are entertaining in that respect. It hasn't, but like I used to have these delusions of grandeur about Detroit, maybe competing for a Super Bowl, And I don't see any way they do that. Now they can't be like the Cowboys and 49ers or Eagles and 49ers in back-to-back weeks. No Not way. Like this. Not like this. I know they have some guys hurt on the defensive line. Maybe they get some pieces back at some point, but I think your 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 theory on this is right. And I, I, I mean, Danny was- has said things like he thinks that Detroit can go into Philadelphia with Goff and beat them. I don't see any way well, in January I, that yeah, that could I, happen. I'm not worried about the uh, the offense, but this defense is just so unreliable. And I agree with your point about the sum of the parts being worse, or sorry, in in the reverse, that their pieces are better than what the ultimate product is. And I don't think this would have been like a mid-season move by Dan Campbell. It's more looking back at the last year. Now, I like Aaron Glenn. Like, I watched him playing. I, I've i interviewed Aaron in person. Like, really nice guy. And I guess to defend him, they did finish last season playing much better than earlier. And so maybe there was a thought that, you know, the coaching, that the, the team was gelling. They added to the defense in the offseason. But now looking at it, it's hard to disagree. Like, the defense is very bad. They've invested decently into that defense, and it seems like he right now has no answers, even when they get up to these big leads in these games. I do not have faith in them. Falcons and Jets, Atlanta wins. Should this end the dream of an Aaron Rodgers return? Right here. They're eight yeah, loss. Yeah, th- this should have been over, you know, a-, a week or two ago, even before the Miami catastrophe on Black Friday. The the, the Jets are done. I- I- Pony, when I was on Sirius XM on Mad Dog Radio, uh, you know, n- nine, ten days ago, what I said was the thing about this 17 game regular season, which I prefer 16 games over 17, is if you are a bad team, it makes it seem like it's almost like a death march at times. And if the Jets could have pressed the button to basically flash forward to the end of the season after the Bills game. With all due respect to the competitive fire of the people in that building, I think they absolutely would have pressed that button because this pony, they got five games left. How the hell are they going to get through five football games with this performance at quarterback and and offensively in general? And the thing I'll say about that is Ian Rappaport, Glazer, anybody else from a Jets standpoint, like people are people. They need to understand the feeling of the Jets fan base. There is a lot of anger right now. People are tired of hearing updates about Aaron Rodgers or we're going to trade for Devontae Adams in March. Like any of this nonsense. The ne- I don't want to hear a word as a Jets fan about Rodgers, a return, offseason moves. The next thing I want to hear from Schefter, from Glazer, from Rapport is job status, positive or negative, on Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. I don't want to hear anything else. Like you can't lose five. I'm tired of losing five games in a row, four games in a row, three games in a row, not scoring touchdowns and hearing about all these different things. 
when it when it's this bad, the only thing I want to hear about from those insiders is the fates of the coach and the GM relative to Rodgers, given what's happened this season. That's all I want to hear about. I don't think you're going to get one because I think organizationally, Woody Johnson looks at this season as just a punt. Like they got screwed. In I the think you're right. Game. So there's not going to be any kind of uh, pound of flesh here with what's happened with the Jets. There's not going to be Nathaniel Hackett's not going to get fired. Salah's not going to lose his job. They're not going to undergo another uh, front office regime change. They're just going to write this thing off to not having Aaron Rodgers. And like, I do wonder what you said there. It's like, I think what happens sometimes as football fans, when you're in it and you're having to live it day to day and week to week, and you're having to watch a team that can't score a touchdown on a weekly basis, you want heads to roll. I just, yeah. and I know how passionate and how crazy Jets fans are. I just wonder when the season actually ends and there's the, okay, we are going to have Aaron Rodgers back next year. I wonder if a lot of the rancor and uh, venom and everything else that's going on right now is just going to go away. I wonder the same thing. Like, listen, I'm not saying that they have to fire Sala and Douglas, even though I've said on the air, I think they should. I can I can hear the argument the other way. I just wonder, like, if they don't win a game the rest of the way, and there's a real chance they don't, and they finish the season on a, let me count this, I guess this would be a 10-game losing streak. Like, I'm fascinated by what those post-season news conferences are going to be like from Sala, from Douglas, like, just especially Joe Douglas, who I like, like how you get up there and face the media after what you have put your fans through this season. And I know when they have Rodgers back next season, they're going to heavily invest into the backup quarterback group. Like they're going to get a viable backup. I think they'll have a viable third string quarterback. Wait, gonna, why, wait why do you think that? Why do I think that? Yeah. Because they, they can't, well, I'll put it this way. They're going to get some kind of like Minshew, Brissett. Like they will overpay. I, 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 I don't know about that, man, because of Roger's ego and personality. I wouldn't no, be they, sold they, on that. That I will. I don't know what else is going to happen on that pony. That will happen. That okay. will happen for next season. I don't know what else is going to happen. Coach, GM, draft pick, anything. But that will happen. They will bring a, They will bring in a viable backup next season. 